Hey guys, hope you're all doing good. Um, I was planning the podcast yesterday. Um, I actually tried when I was on the the bike, um, just on the turbo in the house. But you know, I was it's mad that like I'd be way more out of breath on the turbo in the house than what I would be, um, you know, at a similar heart rate outside. Um, it's also just a bit noisy and, um. Yeah, it's not it's not convenient for which is a shame that I you know it would have been really cool if I could have combined um some exercise with podcast. Um it's funny, like I, I've learned that over the years, most of the time and, and this can happen really randomly, but um, you know, for example, I could be quite demotivated about going for a run and then all of a sudden I'll go for a run and then on that run you know, it's not that I'll have like an epiphany or anything like that, but sometimes I just get little bits inspired, like on that run. Um, you know, I'll think of something or I'll I'll listen to a song on the iPod and, and it'll spark some kind of, you know, holy shit, I'd like to win that race eventually. Or I don't know, it's just ideas and then ideas turn into plans and and plans turn into you know that's the next goal etc etc um it's quite cool how that happens um you know i run that you know like i just said you you pretty much didn't even want to go on and and then once you got out there you ended up you know visualizing something really cool and something really fun and um whether it's you know winning dublin or um you know making a olympics or yeah just things like this um so now, the reason I wanted to chat with you guys is most people, um, most people, you know, don't probably know a lot. Some of my listeners will, um, most people know I've been cycling and, you know, just because of how competitive I am, I guess, by nature, I can't just cycle and then get off the bike and then just call it a day. Like, I need to know if, if I was riding with, you know, like the guys that are good at both cycling and triathlon and, and things like this, then I need to know like how far ahead would they have been, you know, where am I at compared to them, which like given that I've owned a road bike for probably a week and a half now is absurd. Um, but no, I, I, I was, you know, I've been dabbling, I've been Googling stuff, I've been like, you know, watching little YouTube videos and, and I gotta tell you, like, it's made me feel really lazy. Um, like I'm, I'm watching videos and, and I'm watching, you know, a day and a day in the life of, of this athlete, a day in the life of that athlete. And, um, you know, I'll tell you an example and you can YouTube search this yourself. And his name is, um, Jan Fredeno. J-A-N, Jan, um, and then Fredino, something like that. Um, and there's no offense meant by that. This guy's an Olympic gold medalist, you know, absolute legend. It's a German name, I believe. Um, so anyway, I, I, I mean, I didn't know at this point that he was an Olympic gold medalist. I just searched, um, I think I'd searched triathlon or I'd searched cycling or I, I'd searched one of these, you know, I've, I've often in the past, watch videos about like team sky cycling and stuff like that and so um it, it, it came up anyway and i'm watching it and um you know i think the day started with a 10k run and um, no it started with a 90 minute swim 
um he he took himself to the to the club and and you know did a did a swim with i think the club um or with like a teammate um pops out in a 90 minute swim has some food um goes to a coffee shop has a coffee and then does a 10k run um and after the 10k run does some sprints and drills on the track um and you know that's all pretty good um and then he comes obviously back has some more food and then he's doing a two and a half hour bike ride the first um 90 minutes is just casual like over rolling hills he says um, and then the last hour he does three times 15 minutes at um like goal race pace um which i think this is at the point where he's actually training for a half iron man so goal race pace would be like three to four hours so i'm guessing that those 15 minute efforts aren't super aggressive in intensity um so that's like you know, that's, he's already done a 90-minute swim, a 10K run, and now a two-and-a-half-hour bike ride. Um, and later than that night, he's, he says the two-and-a-half-hour bike ride is like, you know, it's a really solid warm-up. And um, later on that night, he goes to the track and does 2400s in 69.70, which is like, I guess, goal 10K pace. Um but I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm watching this and like, you know, I, I, obviously I, I thought after the bike, like that would be it. Actually, I told a lie. It wasn't two and a half hours on the bike. It was two hours on the bike. And I think, I don't think it was a session. So I, 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 that was another video I had watched, but you were looking at a 90 minute swim, um, a 10 K run with drills and sprints, a two hour bike ride. And then within 10 minutes of getting off the bike ride, um, he was on the track. So the bike ride was like a extended warm up for the track session. Um and then he did 2400s. Actually, um I think I'm wrong and I'm sorry that I'm wrong. He did more. He did the 2 hour bike ride, then he did 2 times 2k uphill hard efforts and then he went to the track for 2400s. Um and in like 6970. And I'm thinking like I'm thinking in my head I've woke up I've done a three mile jog. I've gone to the track and done 2400s, you know, in a similar time, 69, 70, um, maybe some 67, 68, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and then I've done a three mile warm down and gone home. Actually, it might have been a two mile warm down. And I've gone home and thought, that's a day. Whereas he still would have had a 90 minute swim, a 10K run with drills and strides and a two-hour bike ride i find that like you know i find that incredible that's a that's a shift that's a day and you know from speaking with other triathletes you know i, I you know i follow some on instagram and i'd be friendly enough with some um apparently that's like a three a three times a week type day isn't that mental you know i i was looking back at you know, my training for Houston and Dublin and world champs and, and you were looking at like 12 hour weeks, 10 to 12 hours of, of running. Um, and you know, you're, you're looking at these guys putting in 25 to 35 hours. That's three times the amount that, um, you know, I've been putting in. Yeah, but it's, you know, it's absolutely incredible. Um, it's really admirable almost, you know, like a lot of people think that, 
um, cycling and, and, and cyclists are really not, you know, putting in much effort on the bike or um, things like that. But like, you know, I can tell you that, you know, even even riding at like, like lowish heart rates, like 120 to 140, for example, and, and you know, I race a marathon at 170, you know, it, it still takes quite a lot of mental concentration and um, there's still an exertion there. Um, like, you know, I did that ride last night. It was, I think it was 60 minutes at 130 to 140 heart rate. And, you know, like if I were to go and do that on a run, it would almost feel, you know, easy and, and, and not a lot happening and don't have to concentrate that much. And whereas, you know, last night on the bike, like, you know, I'm, I'm pretty full on. There's not a, there's not a big difference right now. I've got to say between, me cycling easy as you get good at something um you know and you get really good at something like obviously where i'm at with like running then you can kind of go and do it and i can go and run nine miles i can average 640 pace or around that and you know i think my average heart rate is 125 um it's just autopilot you know it's really easy um all i'm paying attention to is is anything hurting is there anything that i need to like you know, massage or work on or, you know, do I need to be careful tomorrow or things like this. Um, <clears throat> with the biking right now, you know, it's it's not there. So most of it feels like concentration. I have to, like, remember to keep spinning my legs because, you know, running, it just does it itself for me. Whereas, like, on the bike, I kind of get forgetful. And it's almost like I think I'm putting in effort, but I forget that, oh, yeah, you have to keep turning your legs to put in effort. Um but I can tell you that, you know, I'm sure these guys riding for three hours, four hours, you know, it's still it's still 25 to 30 hours a week of like some form of mental concentration and, you know, getting up off your ass and leaving the house again. And, you know, you might think because you work full time and, and things like that, that, you know, you would do it if you could. Um, but, you know, I, I could. And and I can tell you that, like, I wouldn't be able to go and do like a 25 to 30 hour week. Like I think if I attempted that kind of, you know, I, I'd get hurt. Like you get, you get your, your ass gets sore sitting on the saddle and you know, you get like what's called like saddle sores, for example, like this is not the kind of thing you can just, it's not free cycling on a bike. Isn't free. You know, it works your hamstrings more. It works the top of the bottoms of your glutes more than what running would. Um, any new stimulus that you add in, there's going to be a risk factor. There's going to be areas of your body that, you know, hurt. And, and so I wouldn't be capable because I would end up just injured. So there's, there's been like a lot of admiration and maybe like a little bit of a wake up call that, you know, to, to be a professional runner, maybe like other people are putting in more time in other areas. And, and so I'm, I'm definitely excited about, you know, the prospect of being able to do, you know, a full week's, a full week's running training and then maybe you know like a couple of one hour cycles a week um and then just to see where that would take me like if i could get my running back to you know the 10 to 12 hours i don't i don't actually intend to before the end of everything that's going on right now um you know i just think with the physios being shut down and um you know different things i i don't know that full training is like advisable um, I think I'm going to do, 
maybe nine hours eventually or 10 hours even, but just sacrifice about two hours of running. Like 12 hours would be a full week. So, you know, 10 hours is plenty. Um, and I'm not ad- advising people to be, you know, lazy or, or slack or anything like that. I'm just, I'm just, if you take the edge off a little bit, which is, you know, instead of doing a couple of the double runs, um, if you take a mile or two off like your threshold or your tempo, if you back the intensity off a little bit, it'll probably act as a really good time for you. Um, and, you know, you might actually find in like six or eight weeks time, you're you're in a better place than you've ever been before because you've just had less interruptions. Now, your biggest week might not match your biggest week in the past, but maybe the consistency factor will be what moves you forward. Um, so no, it's, it's cool. It's, it's exciting. You know, I, I mean, I never, ever thought that, you know, I've never owned a road bike. I've never wore the shoes that, you know, I, I never thought in a million years that it's something I would sort of like take to and, and get excited about. And, but I really have, which is, you know, it's fascinating to me. I, I just haven't been able to rest. <laughs> I keep like, I keep saying to myself, like, you should take a day off cycling. Um, and you know let certain things calm down like the little you know like i'm telling you it hurts sitting on that seat and um and then also just like i think there's some muscles in my body that probably would appreciate a little bit of a you know a little bit of a rest but um i just love it you know i get really into it and like the hour that i'm on it just seems to fly past um and then you know like i i obviously have got the time so I usually jump on there about 4.30 and, and then, you know, at 5.30 I'm done and, you know, I, I look after the dog for a little bit and um, it's cool that she can just run around and, and play while I'm, you know, cracking on and then, yeah, like I, I make some dinner and, you know, I've still got four hours into the evening um, to do whatever I want, you know, to go back to relaxing and it's really interesting. It's it's just cool. Um, I I think it's going to have a big payoff when it you know when it comes to running and racing again. And um, you know I'm actually I I seen today Tour de France is scheduled to be on at the at the end of August. Um, and I mean obviously there's a European Championships in Paris still on the schedule, still on the program. So it'd be really interesting what's going to happen with that because. Um, you know, there's a half marathon there, and and you know Ireland could certainly select and send a, a half marathon team to the European Championships, which would be pretty cool. Um, unless I would hope that potentially what they might do is that anybody that qualified for the previous European Championships would be qualified for this European Championships, because like you know, if there's not going to be any races on the track. I don't know how they expect people to qualify. So, um, you know, I qualified for the 10K previously, and, and it would be interesting if they kind of allowed that to count. Um, but it was too long ago. Again, they'd have to um, they'd have to open the qualifying window up a bit longer. So from 2018 through to um, 2020 for that to be a possibility for me to be able to go for the 10k um but yeah that that would be exciting that would be fucking awesome actually um but you know i just woke up this morning i had a tesco delivery come yesterday i've just made some porridge and yeah like you won't believe i had porridge i had chia seeds i had some bananas in there frozen blueberries in there i i i kind of was thinking to myself where where is steven scullion it was mad you know i went to bed at nine o'clock 
it's class that like I love that my my body and brain does this like you know it it had its two weeks and and you know I was a real as a real slugger for two weeks and, and three weeks maybe actually hitting the red wine and all the rest of it and and now for the last three weeks you know I've just stepped that game up massively and you know you're looking at two hours of exercise a day at least um really excited about the future really excited about where my fitness is going and stuff so um that's pretty cool i had a i had an offer come through for a um marathon later in the year um i i won't say where yet um i we're we're trying to figure out the best marathon to do and and you know what what is probably needed now um i think it's pretty obvious that I think if I pick, if I pick a faster marathon, that would probably be beneficial. Um, I know that the other guys probably trying to qualify won't run a marathon until December. And anyone that isn't aware, um, you can't, you basically cannot qualify for the Olympics until December. Um, and the, then the qualifying window is going to reopen from December until May. Um, I obviously have already qualified, so if I ran a marathon in October or September or or November for that matter, um, it wouldn't, you know, if I went and ran fast in September, you know, um, it would still help my selection because you've still shown that you can run fast and I don't need it to count for a qualifying standard. Whereas, you know, if, if let's say McClahesey goes and runs Dublin Marathon, for example, and runs two eleven twenty. It it doesn't count for the Olympics because the Olympic Committee closed the qualifying window, so he wouldn't even be in a position to qualify. Um, now, what you might find is what people do is run the likes of Dublin in October, and then look at like a Seville again next February as their opportunity to run fast. But you know, we'll see. I I don't know what other people's plans are. I haven't really spoke to anybody, so. Yeah, look, things are in a good place. Um, I, I feel like I'm handling um, coronavirus really well and, and, you know, everything being shut down. Like I said, I still would love physio. Um, my body still feels like it would sort of respond well to some treatment. Um, but, you know, I'm just doing what I can at home um, with the rolling, you know, rolling on the ball, stretching. I have the compact stuff I can use, the stim machine, the Normatec boots. Um, yeah, I've just really been trying to dial into that every day and getting into that routine. Um, I, I have to admit, you know, when I had the back issue and it was pretty bad, I was probably dialed into that routine a bit more than I have been lately. Um, but, you know, I'll, I'll get back there. Um, I, I, I just, you know, I'm, I, you prioritize what needs to be prioritized. But, you know, I still need to, you know, take care of the body and, and roll and um, otherwise, you know, problems will just come back and resurface. Um, so I'm hoping next week I can get back um, doing some gym stuff. I, I'm not going to bother this week. I'm just going to let my body appreciate being back running and, and getting used to the new stimulus of the bike. Um, but it's, it, you know, what a cool investment because that's 10 days, you know, of at least one hour cycle a day. It's 10 hours of aerobic exercise that, you know, without that investment, I never would have done um, because of the back problem. So, yeah, really good investment. Um, but, yeah, look, I'm going to go and finish my coffee, and then I'll, I'll give the dog a quick walk. 
and then I'll I'll go and get my session done. Um, but yeah, guys, thanks for listening. Um, hope everybody's doing good. Uh, I hope everyone's you know taking care of their business and and you know staying safe. And I did a podcast last night, um, and, and that'll come out soon. It was with um at like a health organization, um. And one of the things I said is, you know, I love the fact that we are in control. And if you're not happy about how you've dealt with coronavirus, you know, you you have the power right now to, you know, click your fingers and and decide that from right now, that's it. And then that's the easy part. Then what you've got to do is fucking deliver, you know, come through, like appreciate your body, appreciate your life, et cetera, et cetera. You know, if, if you're not happy with your diet or your current exercise regime or, any of those number of things, you, you literally have it in your power to just click your fingers and go start now. And then and then just try your best. You know, if you slip up a bit, that's okay. You know, try again tomorrow. Um I, I don't get it right first time, you know, but, but it does amaze me that, you know, I do eventually pull through and, and then I almost like thrive. Um, you know, probably people people watching on three weeks ago four weeks ago might have been thinking you know that's it you know he's lost it drinking wine every night not training i got a text from a coach um a week ago there saying you know i heard this this coach isn't on social media and he said i heard you're heard you're sort of struggling and and you know hitting the hitting the bottle um and i'm thinking to myself you know that was three weeks ago i've I've just i've just finished a 15-hour training week (laughs) you know and i've just like you know gone to bed at nine o'clock like i'm I'm, it's amazing how like i guess other people maybe linger in those periods for longer and you know i certainly did in the past but that's where i've grown a bit and and you know i'm able to sort of bounce back quicker now which you know i really appreciate so you know you can do that too you just have to decide to and know that you know not every day is going to be an easy day but you know if you're if you want if you want the end result more than you know you want to be lazy that day well you have to so i think more about where i want to be when this is all over than i do about how am i feeling today or and and i focus on where i want to be when this is all over so when this is all over i want to be the most aerobically fit i've ever been and I'll get there using a combination of running outside and putting a, a hard shift in on that bike. And that's how I'll get there. All right, guys, you take care. Bye-bye now.